Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And I'm joined by Jethro Compton, Serena Mantiki and Dominic Allener. Got that right? Yep, that's right. Uh, from uh, England? Yes. Uh, who are coming down to AC Arts in the tiny lounge for Belt Up Theatre's The Boys Games, the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Um, playing right through the fringe this is one of two shows yes it is yes so we're on every uh, night both shows are on seven and nine o'clock and i think they alternate every evening cool. um so if you want to see one and then come back the next day at the same time you can see the other one yep uh, or you can see them both in the same evening mm-hmm. uh, and at, on the second uh, two weekends we're also doing saturday and sunday matinees so we're doing a total of four shows a day for those four days it's going to be hectic Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're used to it. We pack things in quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> now, the uh, the boy James is essentially a coming of age story. It is. Yeah. It's it's inspired loosely by the life of Jane Barry, who wrote Peter Pan, and by Peter Pan itself, yeah. and the idea of um, the the man who never grows up, the boy who never grows up, and the essentially then the man who never grows up mm. um, and this is the story of the man who never grows up actually growing up and parting ways with his inner child so it's um, it's sort of a, a, a relatively dark tale about um, the loss of innocence and, and and moving on from sort of childhood dreams and adventures into a, a, a sort of a, a, a darker experienced adulthood mm-hmm. now I take it uh, you would be playing the boy considering your dress. Considering the pyjamas, yes. You've <laughs> um, all wonderfully coming costumes. Yes. yes. These are actually costumes for Outland. Oh, the other one? Yeah, yes. the separate show, unfortunately. We'll go into that one later. <laughs> um, how, do you, how are you reflecting that journey into adulthood and the loss of innocence? I suppose there has to be a certain magic coming through you. Yeah, there's a, there's a, it's, it's, quite, it's told in a kind of abstract way, so it's not your traditional coming-of-age story. Um, the the audience are a big part of the the, the magic of the show, so um, their involvement is kind of the the key to understanding the relationship between the boy and James. Um, so they're kind of the boy's playmates in a way, and so when James leaves, the audience will hopefully feel that he's not only leaving the boy behind, he's leaving them behind as well, and that's quite a sad, uh, a sad thing. So, um, how's, uh, how's the show presented? Is it a three-hander or single-hander? It's, it's the, yeah, the three of us and um, the audience uh, come into a world we've built. So the idea is that they enter a Victorian study. Yep. So the audience sit on sofas and cushions around, around in, in the study in, and take up the exact same space that the, um, the cast takes up. So there's no um, audience form a divide. The audience come in, they take part, they play games, they contribute to the show and so, physically occupy the same space. So as much as it is, I mean, we are the three actors, but the, the audience become very integral to the performance as well. They, they yeah. are included. So it's kind of a 53-hander, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> and have you, have you performed, you've also performed this in the UK? Yes, um, we've been, it's been running for... We started it at the Edinburgh Fringe in 2010. Yep. It then went to London for three weeks um, and then went back to Edinburgh um, after doing some touring regionally in the UK and has just um, played London again for another three weeks, which we finished about a week before we got on the plane to come to Australia. Wow. So have you been in the cast all along? And you... No, Jethro has been um, the only kind of 
consistent consistent cast yeah. member um, he has built a lot of because Jeff Bowie plays the lead the boy yep. um, and he, he's built a lot of that character so um, he's he's our, our connection to the beginning of it all but um, no and Serena we, and I standing in the footsteps of giants yes <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're new to the show we just completed the London run for the oh, first right. time um, but Dom directed the show so he's been with it from the beginning as well I'm entirely new <laughs> um, but yeah um and so, how did the show develop? Kind of stuff. Was it stuff that you guys wrote? It was written um, by Alex, uh, who's one of the four company directors of Belter. Yep. And so he wrote it in 2010, just because he wanted to write it. And then it fitted um, nicely with the season of work that we were doing at the Edinburgh Fringe in 2010, where we took eight brand new shows up. Wow. Um, so. So this was one of them. It was only seen um, by a handful of people every other day. It was sort of a small, sort of more secret affair. Um, and we, that, we, we only ever sort of anticipated that, that would be its life. It would do, do every other day for, for Edinburgh and just as, a, as a, an, one, of, one, of, yeah, as well. um, yeah, one of many shows. Um, so to be doing it nearly two years later in Adelaide is... Uh, wonderful yeah. and something we'd never anticipated yeah. um, so we all, you know, we're all it does seem to have this enduring magic to it I suppose people do keep keep seeing it and keep wanting to um, it hasn't outgrown itself no. at, at all it's still I suppose because it's not the themes are timeless yeah. really. everyone's grown up yeah. Um, it's nice to have a connection to Jane Barry. And yeah, Jane yeah, Barry. definitely. I think that draws in a lot of times. Um, especially, we have little hints throughout the show um, that allude to uh, the narrative of Peter Pan. So little Easter eggs for people. Yes, yeah, Easter eggs as well. So for the fans, there's little things to spot. Um, and I suppose, I mean, you mentioned before how much the audience are a part of the show. On your um, flyers and programmes for... So you talk, you've got quotes from people like Stephen Fry and Neil Gaiman who have obviously come and seen and experienced the show. How do you deal with that when you have someone so famous that is possibly going to draw attention away from you? It was it was it was interesting with Stephen Fry. I wasn't in it at the time. I was watching from behind a curtain because um, the place was so packed and the, the space was so small. And he's a, he's a he's a tall man, mm. so it was. I think everyone was painfully aware that he was there, but I think. I think the way the, the cast at the time worked the show, it kind of you kind of forgot that he was, you know, celebrity in a way, and he joined in. So everyone's so treated fairly equally, equally as, yeah. as, as an audience. No one gets up and is dragged up to kind of yeah, you know yeah. humiliate themselves or anything. So yeah, it's all um, sort of voluntary. And yeah, it's all. And he joined in, so yeah. it was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Neil is, is game of as a, a star performer. We did a show um, a few years ago called the, an adaptation of the Tartuffe, Molière's Tartuffe, and um, and he was picked as one of we we have one of the leads essentially in the show um, played, as, by played by an audience member. And um, a lot of the cast members were big fans as well. And the girl who uh, uh, a girl called Neve Walsh, who was responsible for picking that person was a huge Neil Gaiman fan and I was looking around the audience and I said I thought that guy pretty sure that guy is Neil Gaiman and I said to her pick him I think it's Neil Gaiman and she thought I said that guy looks like Neil Gaiman and she thought alright Dom I don't see how that's going to be funny or entertaining but alright to humour me she picked him and then she says um, uh, this, this man's name is uh, what's your name what's your name and he just leaned over and went uh, it's, it's Neil 
And uh, she, she grabbed his arm, looked at me in the eyes with this sort of like wide-eyed fear and awe and went, his name is actually Neil. Um, <laughs> they all so, start to dawn on us. Like, yeah, yep, it's him. It's, it's, it's him. Neil Gaines. Um, so that was a spectacular But he was a great yeah. sport. He, he was yeah, really, yeah. really wonderful. And he has been uh, ever since because he, he's come to see a lot of our work and saw the shows in Edinburgh this summer. And, uh, and always takes part and is always uh, a wonderful audience member yeah. and um, and you know bl- blends in when, when he's needed to blend in and will step out and <laughs> yeah. do the honourable thing when he, when he when he's needed as well yeah. brilliant I mean it sounds, it sounds like a, an innocent beautiful show the boy James plays uh, the tiny land today he arts uh, from Blackford Fringe from February 24th until March 18th tickets head to adelaidefringe.com.au and more details at linkadelaide.com.au uh, Jethro Compton Serena Mantiki and Dominic Allen thanks for your time and have a great fringe thank you. thank you for more on this show and 922 others check our website linkadelaide.com.au or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au and for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide be sure to like us on Facebook facebook.com forward slash Link Adelaide.